We have a bit of a situation out here. Go ahead, Colonel. The suited man responded through an electronic squeal. We just ran into local police, Colonel Davis informed him. It appears they've got just as much of an interest in Solwyn Forest right now as we do. We've ordered them out of the area, but there's no guarantee they'll stay away. Please consider and advise on a new course of action. There was a long delay before the response came. Colonel Davis knew that it was because the suited man had to discuss the situation with the woman in white and plain clothes before giving him new orders. The seven of them were like their own miniature democracy, not one making calls without the input of the others. Colonel, the woman in white said, coming on the radio in place of the suited man. We want you and your men to return to base. We can't risk that the local police are still watching you, and by now the Epsilon subject could be more of a problem than originally planned. Do you copy that? Yes, ma'am, Colonel Davis responded. He knew that by getting on the radio, the woman in white had secretly been trying to send him a message. The message that she had successfully completed all preparations for their backup plan involving Complex B. She had been presented with a perfect opportunity to do so while most of the soldiers were away, as she was able to move unnoticed in and out of secure areas of Helix Unbound, which normally would have required prior authorization to access. Colonel Davis didn't know if that meant they were definitely going through with their plan or not, but he wasn't going to waste any time in finding out. Good news, the colonel shouted to his men. It looks like we're done for the night. Let's get our asses back to headquarters. Amanda woke shortly after the sun rose, having slept deeper than she could remember ever sleeping before. Getting out of bed later than usual, she headed downstairs expecting to find either Vincent or Derek already up and bustling around the kitchen, but neither one of them appeared to be home. The kitchen was quiet, with no evidence that anyone had eaten breakfast, as was the living room through which Amanda passed on her way to the front door to see if Vincent and Derek's cars were in the driveway. But something caught her eye. Resting on the living room couch was a white box with a department store logo on the top. The box was held shut by the wrappings of a single sheer bow and contained no identifying features of what may be inside. Amanda couldn't recall ever seeing the item before, which, given her knack for observing everything around her, confused the young girl greatly. Had someone purposely snuck the package in while she slept? If so, did that mean whatever was inside was meant for her? With such an easily tied bow that Amanda could readily duplicate serving as the only thing between her and finding out what was inside the box, the young girl didn't see much harm in taking a peek. She unfastened the sheer wrapping and carefully removed the package's lid, her eyes soon falling upon the article folded inside. What is this? Amanda asked herself. She was staring at the neckline of a pretty pink dress with a rosy lace fringe. Had Derek bought this for Stacy to wear to their dance? No, it appeared too small for that. Curious, Amanda removed the dress from its box and let it hang freely, admiring the beauty of its construction as she held it up to her own body, for which it appeared to be a perfect fit. The young girl didn't know what to think. Do you like it? 
Derek asked from behind her. Amanda, still holding the dress against her youthful body, spun around at the sound of her adopted brother's voice, both surprised and puzzled by his question. This is for me? she asked with uncertainty. Actually, I was going to give it to the little girl down the street, Derek replied, always the one to turn a serious situation into an opportunity to make a joke. But I guess now that you've found it, Amanda grabbed a pillow from the sofa and threw it at him playfully. But Derek caught the plush object and returned it to its spot on the couch. He then looked at his adopted sister with a loving smile. It's for you, he said seriously. I was saving it for a special occasion. But then I asked myself, what could possibly be more special than a girl's first dance? But I'm not going to the dance, Amanda said. You and Stacy are. And we're taking you with us, 